0: Welcome to machine learning. Well, I would say, backed by popular demand, we've done really good this year, and uh, a lot of listeners on machine learning. PySpark, Airflow, Cron. Basically, these are ways to automate your pipeline. Uh, you set up a schedule, and uh, you can say you specify how minute, but many minutes, which day. Of the week you want to run it, which day of the month, uh, the hour of the day, which which days of the week you want it to run, and uh, or you can have it uh, just defaulting and uh, and uh, running on on a specific interval level. But the reason uh, uh, cron and uh, airflow excuse me airflow are important. It, is that they create a way to uh, run a business uh, where multiple uh, pipelines may exist that need to be run on a consistent basis and so for example I now have some machine learning uh, algorithms that I use to update uh, data and uh, uh, using Alchemy SQL, SQL Alchemy and uh, and uh, the way currently it's run is you run it through Jupyter Notes but uh, that requires a manual step. It'd be better to set up automation and that's what the data engineer tries to do is set up as much automation as possible. Now, what Airflow does is it, it defines uh, tasks and edges and uh, so think of, of nodes being tasks and edges being direction. So there's uh, set downstream and set upstream. So it tells which direction the edge is moving uh, between the node. And uh, example uh, might be on how to bake a pizza. You know, you have to do your pre pre uh, warm your oven. Uh, flatten out your pizza dough, add uh, your cheese, your olives, your hamburger, your pizza. Well, in in this case you'd want to do your pizza sauce first, then add your cheese, your toppings, and then you'll want to put the pizza into the oven. So uh, the passing parameter is what is, uh, you're setting like considered it to be upstream or downstream. And so downstream means uh, that one thing, one node occurs before the other. So in upstream, the parent node uh, or the child node would occur before the parent node, and in downstream, the parent node would occur before the uh, child node. And so it, it highlights the dependencies on the uh, between the nodes. Well, <clears throat> and you know that's what makes PySpark so powerful is that uh, <clears throat> combined with Airflow, you can automate most of your machine learning pipeline. So if <clears throat> certain things need to be done, uh, you know, in higher up in the graph. And then those results are used further down in the graph. Then that's where uh, (coughs) 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 something in my lungs. That's where it comes into (coughs) in effect, effective. Now, I did see that. Microsoft <coughs> is offering uh, a free account for setting up Databricks and they're really anxious to get people companies using Databricks and I can see why you know machine learning auto ML is okay uh, and it almost requires no knowledge of programming just kind of uh, just generalized ideas of what you want but uh <clears throat> PySpark gives you full control over your data and it allows for scalability so you know if you have you're coming in from a small organization you're going to have very little need for a, a hive database but maybe you'll just use uh, one GPU and most of your processing time will be within a few seconds. but if you're a large organization with, Thousands and tens of thousands, maybe even millions of data tables, and, um, lots of data, lots of people, uh, big teams, etc. You're gonna need. Uh, you're gonna need a cluster, and uh, you get used to programming off of uh, Hive cluster, and and the PySpark gives you the SQL. Uh, PySpark, SQL to extract your data, aggregate it, do all the things that you want to to get it prepared for the data frame, so that you can uh, uh, you can put it into a machine learning uh, model, and then you can use the familiar, easy to use uh, Jupyter notes. And do your visualizations and and uh, <clears throat> check, uh, analyze your coefficients and etc. to verify that uh, the pipeline is working correctly. And then you could also run uh, PyTest for your unit test to so take your your functionality, break it up into testable functions, and then get results and expectations and you probably could use in-memory structures um, that way your data is not changing and apply that to different functions so you can see get those predictable results so as your testing improves then your reliability on your software increases and and you get better uh, you get uh, better uh, confidence that your software will run correctly. And uh, it's always challenging to take a piece of production software that doesn't have a lot of testing and feel confident that it's going to hold up against uh, all the possible factors that could affect it, like, uh, you know, bad data or uh, missing business logic rules or uh, just faulty code, and uh, <clears throat> you know that's always uh, a challenge. And one of the things that um, testing does is it gives you documentation your your unit test or your, some of your best documentation of your software. And uh, so that uh, the investment into test cases and unit test and uh, UI integration testing and service testing are really critical because they give you a preliminary look at how your software perform in, a, um, in an integrated environment and then when you move your software into production you should get the same predictable results and so uh, from one environment to another uh, Get those same results, and uh, and that's uh, um, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So uh, uh, we will uh, we will talk more tomorrow, or maybe even sooner. And until then, happy Python coding and take a look at PySpark and Airflow and PyTest. Write a couple unit tests and uh, see if you can uh, detect uh, some assertion errors. And then that, uh, as you put that into production, uh, use your Airflow to automate.